Hey, music lovers, the Cannamom Show podcast in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at lampkinguitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N-Guitars.com What's up, cannabis entrepreneurs? It's Tom from Collateral Base, a cannabis law and consulting firm, and I'm here to give you the lowdown on how much it costs to start a grow. You're gonna wanna stick around until after the bumper because that's when you'll see just how complex this industry gets. Now is the time that I like to temper attitudes. First, we are not going to include what could have been tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars in pre-application expenses. That might even include filing a lawsuit. We are gonna skip all of that and assume it's zero, but that doesn't mean it's zero in certain states. For getting your license, just the application process alone can be six figures in several states, especially those that call themselves limited and competitive market. Also, if you want to know how much it's going to cost to open a grow, you may be suffering from at least two misconceptions. First, this is all yours. This is your cannabis company to the exclusion of everyone else's. You don't need any capital partners. You don't need any community engagement. You don't need any social equity. You need nobody besides yourself. And that's all who you're doing it for. Or second misconception is that you are not adequately capitalized. Don't worry about that. Most companies are not capitalized enough. That's why they go public. That's why they're always raising money so that they can grow and expand. And many cannabis companies are raising money as well. Yours may have to raise some money one day, unless it's extremely liquid, but no company is extremely liquid. You're going to have to convince somebody to invest in your cannabis company. Now, if you did not know by now, cannabis has all of these things. It is a very corporate business. It is a real team sport, and it is also very capital intensive meaning that you have to be able to put down millions of dollars for construction of your cultivation or manufacturing facilities. This video is gonna be all fine and good if you're wealthy, but if you're a dreamer, then it may just be a solid dose of reality. You see, I don't even have the liquidity to stand up one of these licenses. I'd also need a capital partner because you're gonna need a loan, maybe $500,000 or maybe $1.5 million of money down to get that construction loan and acquire the real estate where you will construct your facility. So then you might be asking, can we start really small because I only have $1.57? Well, it depends. Are we in Oklahoma? Then you might be able to start really small. Are we in Michigan? Also might be able to start really small and you can grow it outdoor. But how small are you going to go? 
because if you're that woefully undercapitalized, you're just becoming more undercapitalized and your risk of failure means you can be out of the game and you could have lost your shirt. And this industry can be very capital intensive. To build a grow can cost anywhere from $150 per square foot to $350 per square foot. Small grows like the New Jersey micro cultivation, let's say that you're going to use a modular approach and get an AgriFi or a Delta 9 style pod. One of those is approximately $75,000. So then you'd have to do the math because each one of them is about 120. So you might still need to be buying $2 million of these things. Why does it cost so much to build these grows? because of the complexity of playing God for the entire cannabis environment indoors. If we were going to do a video on outdoor grows, well, that would be a lot more affordable. Outdoor grows are way more environmentally friendly and cost effective. However, indoor grows attempt to replicate the optimal conditions of outdoor grows and go even beyond that with carbon dioxide systems that pipe in CO2 to boost gains. They also have computerized fertigation, aka fertilizer systems, that keep the water at just the right temperature, just the right pH, just the right PPM, and just the right EC. The HVAC systems that these indoor grows have, they can run into the hundreds of thousands, maybe even the low millions, depending on how large your grow is. They control the humidity, the temperature, the, the airflow is very often controlled by fans, but those fans are also pieces of equipment that you have to buy and put into your grow. Where should we turn to get an idea of how much it will cost to build an indoor grow? Let's use Michigan as the best example of affordability in indoor cultivation, which also has a lot of regulation and compliance built in. So you just can't build any building. You have to build a building that complies with the regulations. Indoor grows, they're expensive. Even if you buy the shipping container pods, like we mentioned earlier, that claim to be GMP certified and yield 1.9 pounds per light, we'll do an entire floor plan with one of them in a future episode. In more established markets, you can get the lower range of $150 per square foot, but with the COVID supply chain issues and in the emerging markets, there's a trend towards overcharging people in the cannabis industry. So you might be looking at $350 per square foot. And therefore, what if you wanna build a small 5,000 square foot flowering canopy, but that requires about the same amount of veg, harvesting and packaging rooms. So you'd need at least a 10,000 square foot building. That would mean that you would need 1.5 million on the low end to 3.5 million on the high end. And that's before you buy the real estate or lease it. Now, if you don't have that, don't worry, you need even more. So hopefully it's becoming clear to you that you will need partners in this venture. You'll need operating capital to get you to those cash flows. You're going to need to be able to pay bills before your first harvest comes in, and then you have some time before the perpetual harvest start kicking in so you have the regular cash flow. So we really recommend that you get your financial model right. Then use those financial models to help find your capital partner. The cannabis game is also now filled with social equity. Far from being a wall keeping old money from getting into the game, or a giveaway to those that do not have enough money to open their own doors. Oh no no, instead, this is a great American entrepreneurial story where the team that has what it takes to actually get the license is partnered with those few that have the capital and want to diversify themselves into alternative investments like cannabis, which is evidently becoming an impact investment because of social equity. If you want to give back and get a return, consider social equity cannabis, Mr. Rich Guy. Well, here's hoping that we've helped you out. If you found this informative and want more of it, give us a like, and then go over and click subscribe. 
and then click the bell because very often our channel deals with very mature topics that are only suitable for people over 18. And of course, if this is the legal cannabis industry, 21 and up. And I hope to see you live at Cannabis Legalization News Wednesdays or Sundays in the afternoon and of course on all the podcast providers. And if you need to get in touch with me, go over to my law blog, canvasindustrylawyer.com and reach out. Talk to you soon.